The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 16th chapter. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. In the early days of the church, Christians looked at their spiritual lives using three Greek words, tapos, mathesis, and ascesis. Tapos means place, office, opportunity. Mathesis means learning. We get disciple from that one. Ascesis is practice or exercise. One leads to the next in succession. One must have a place, a home, an identity. Learning springs from there, and the practice of the life learned follows. In life, people learn their philosophy of life, and then they practice and exercise it. They wrestle with what they have learned and how to apply it. Ascasis is an important word because we get the word asceticism from it. Behavior and piety spring from it. We nearly always associate asceticism with the practice of monks and nuns with the sense of renunciation. However, modern philosophers and anthropologists such as A French philosopher, Michel Foucault, explains that one does not have to worship a higher deity in order to have ascetic practices. Foucault indicates that secular humanists have learned their own moral values and their asceticism comes out in how they practice their teachings. One's behavior or practice is the product of one's place in the world and the learning which springs out of that place. Such learning comes from experience. We learn from the situations of life, interactions with others, some good and some bad. In it all, we come to see that the tapestry of our very being is often affected by our environment. In the Gospel, 
Similar dynamics are in place this morning, but with a twist. Jesus takes the disciples to Gentile territory, Roman territory, Caesarea Philippi. There, Jesus asks his disciples who people think the Son of Man is. The question is is asked in the midst of Roman territories and Jewish national sentiment, places of identity. What kind of Messiah do we get? What kind of place will be our place, our tapas? Will we struggle with rulers and countries as is common in the world? Who will be our leader in this world of strife and struggle? And who is the Son of Man? Is he a prophet? Will he lead us into battle? Will we get our land back? Will our cities be restored? If Jesus were only of human origin, and the wars between earthly nations were as deep as it could get, we would be locked into horizontal constructs. Person against person, nation against nation, currency against currency. But it all changes when Jesus asks Peter who the Son of Man is to him. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. It is a powerful confession because it changes the dynamics. The world's pain and anguish and the way to alleviate them is not left to what we have available in this world. A vertical dimension is introduced. Peter did not come up with this on his own, but the Heavenly Father has revealed it. The picture of this vertical dimension into life is seen in certain key events in the life of Jesus. His baptism, crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. The needed presence of this vertical dimension into our lives is echoed by St. Paul when he writes to the Corinthians, If in Christ we have hope in this life only, We are of all people most to be pitied. St. Paul's words are pregnant with the readjustment of place. A major part of the world's angst is in feeling the constraints of the horizontal dimension. If our only recourse is in battling and wrestling with those people over there, and we are hemmed in by national borders, currency, language barriers, and our own limited resources, then desperation often enters our environment. And desperation chokes out all that is good and holy. Desperation will produce despondence, or violence. But if Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and in this confession, the gates of hell cannot prevail against it, 
suddenly a new way has opened up with a new place for tapas. The church becomes the tapas, where this confession rings into the world, opening up new avenues and new roads for those in despair to find hope. It is in the church, along with Peter's creed, that the keys to the kingdom of heaven are given. The vertical dimension, from heaven to earth and back to heaven, grant us access. Our old ways of sin and despair are dealt with. Our failures can no longer destroy us. We are not cut off from new beginnings. And now here we are. Place, learning, and practice all come together in a special way at the Lord's table. The blood of Jesus has given us a place, a home at this table. Here we learn as our ears perk up to hear the words of Jesus. Here our sins are forgiven and loosed from around our necks as heaven's love pours down. Here in the liturgy, our ascetic practices are taught to us by Jesus how to pray, how to love, how to forgive, how to live in the midst of our anxieties and the world's angst. And the sweet smoke of incense rises, reminding us of heaven's vertical help settling down upon us. Our asceticism, Our practice comes from Jesus. It comes through our learning of what makes for peace. It is in the undying and unending mercy which we learn from the place we call home. Jesus takes your pain, your sin, your worry, and he turns it for good. For you first, then for your neighbor, and out to all the world. In your drawing near to the Lord's table, Jesus touches you and speaks a kind word, a word of peace. And with it comes the teaching that he will care for you to the end. He will love you. He will provide a way for you in this life. His love for you will be evident, and it will be seen by all. For through the blood of Christ, the Son of Man, love and hope endures forever. Hope for the world and all who stagger amidst life's pain can find help from above wherever Peter's confession is found. And with it comes the promise that the blood of Jesus shall save us all. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Amen.